just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast listeners. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Livy. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. How are we all, ladies? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I was trying to do a bit of a different intonation on my... I know Hi guys, mean. because I got Hi I was, guys. I was at dinner with a friend this weekend <laughs> and she was like, Lib, every time I hear you on the podcast, it's always like the same monotone of like, the, like as in not yeah. the talking, but my like, Hi guys. It's <laughs> easy to fall into um, 100%. a rhythm. Although I have a friend every time she answers the phone, yeah. she answers with, Oh, hello. <laughs> every time. <laughs> only me. Every time. It's my favorite thing. It's like I can hear the joy in her voice of me Aww. calling. And, I, and she said, I only answer the phone like that to you. Everyone oh, else is like, so hey. Cute. That's really sweet. It is sweet, yeah. I love that little anecdote to start <laughs> off. Belle, how are you? Yeah, I'm feeling actually really refreshed, which is a bit strange for a Monday. But, um, <laughs> strange for you for a Monday. Definitely. But no, I had a lovely beach day yesterday with Jess, just chilled, and I've been to watch The Crown majority of the weekend. Are you up to the new season? I am. I finished so, the whole of the fourth season. Oh, sheesh. Oh my gosh. You, yeah. you actually are the definition of binge-watching. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I had a schedule happening. I was like, I've got, I'll have lunch at this time and then... <laughs> oh my gosh. Stunning. Yeah. That is so good. I'm just such a monarchist. Me too. Or uh, not necessarily the views of the podcast, all right? <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, let's not get into this. Let's not get into it. The... Did you get up to anything good this weekend? Yeah, I actually went to, uh, Bella was there, Watson's Bay on Friday night for Great Southern Nights. So surprisingly, a lot of people don't know about Great Southern Nights. Yeah, right. Talk to me about Great Southern Um, Nights. Which is interesting because I feel like there was such an uproar when COVID hit with the music industry and yet no one has any idea what Great Southern Nights is. Anyway, essentially it's, (laughs) (laughs) if you don't know, um, and by the time this gets released, it'll be too late. So sorry, but... Basically, it's this project or initiative put on between the music industry and the government to generate money back into live music in Australia. So throughout November, sorry, Australia, Sydney, throughout November in Sydney across multiple venues, um, Sydney acts were playing, ticketed or free. Oh, So cool. we saw like Linda Mariano play at Watson's Bay. Oh, so fun. Yeah. It was actually fun, like... Sit down. Not yeah, bad. I was going to say, you weren't able to Sit stand down, and dance. drinks delivered still... to the table, yeah. views for days. To be honest, it kind of works better. You're not standing anywhere. No sweaty armpits on you. Yeah. The only time it sucks, the whole sit down thing, is when you want to go talk to someone or like, you know. But you love to dance. I love to dance. But you can still uh, boogie sitting yeah, down. Yeah, love to dance and also definitely minimizes like flirting. Mm. Yeah, that's what I meant by that. You can't really flirt just, with your eyes. You can't get up, walk over, and flirt with someone, or accidentally bump into them. Oops. Yeah, so because sorry, then all of a sudden the security guard comes over, goes sit down. And you're like, well, is it presumptuous to now sit in your lap or go back to my <laughs> table? I don't know. I mean, feels like a good idea. Mm. Just sits down next to him. <laughs> Love uh, it. Well, speaking of sitting on people's laps, um, <laughs> oh, did you sit in anyone's lap this weekend? <laughs> Not exactly. I did have a really good weekend, though. I had lots of, like, dinners and things. I actually went to Brick Lane. So, you know how oh, you'd featured yes, it earlier? Yes, I did. In a couple of podcasts ago. The weirdest, bottomless Indian feast that ever it, existed. But amazing. Delicious, good so food. Good. And, like, bottomless, 
quite like still responsible service of alcohol though. Mm, we pressured. But the nicest people as well. Lovely. So much fun. And then just saw some other friends. It, really, really great weekend. I love that, Libby. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bella, now I think it's time to move along to the next section of the podcast, which is Talk of the Town, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss what is hot off the pass this week in food. Okay, so I have a bit of a random one, which I wanted to bring to you guys because I've been seeing it a little bit and I was like, wow, I don't know if this is a vibe or if it isn't, but I'll bring it to you guys and you can tell me what you think. Okay. The owner of Maybe Frank and Maybe Sammy, Stefano Seep, has created this, in light of summer, an Aperol Spritz pizza. So, okay, (laughs) let me explain that better. What? There's not technically Aperol on it, but it's to give that kind of summer feel. So it's got prosciutto, orange zest, things like that. So they've taken wait. the elements of an Aperol and put it into a savoury pizza version. Okay, Correct. wait, wait, wait. The only thing that you said that was in an Aperol was the orange. Prosciutto is not in an Aperol spritz. Well, maybe it's just what reminds <laughs> him. Sometimes it's in mine. Don't you go, meat on the side, please, waiter. <laughs> what about like, do you mean Prosecco, Prosciutto? They sound similar. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's where no, it's going. No, it's definitely... Hang on. You're right. Sorry. I'm just doing a little bit of a read up here. There's definitely more to it. Melon, basil, all those things. <laughs> Olive oil, which is probably normal on a pizza and not an Aperol spritz. Still but... none of those ingredients go in my Aperol spritz. Well, you're not from Italy, Libby, as much as you want to be. <sighs> He's born and bred there. And he says this reminds him of his summer at home. All right. So can I get it at the store or is it just a recipe online? It's a recipe. I can link it to you guys if you want. All right. Well, I guess you're going to post in that facebook community so everyone can have a little look something for summer keep your eyes peeled guys fabulous now libby where did we go this week so for fans of the podcast you may have heard us give a little spiel about this last week in our talk of the town established in 1921 foresters is an iconic pub on the corner of forbo and riley street in surrey hills mm-hmm mm-hmm Recently, as you may have heard, it has been taken over by hospitality group Applejack, known for the likes of the butler, SoCal, the botanist, so on, who have really given this neighbourhood calling card a facelift. So keeping true to the origin of the pub, they've kept the public bar and salon as it is, offering local craft beer, Aussie wines, and you're also able to go there and get that $10 steak, that burger beer feel. Then, as you walk upstairs, they've got the the back bar, which is sort of a dimly lit, almost whiskey bar, which is where they're planning to host their trivia nights. And they're actually teaming up with Laugh Mob for the comedy nights they're going to do there. But the biggest change is the middle bar, which has been given that Applejack twist that we all love and maybe don't know. Phyllis is a lush open space in the venue decorated with fresh greenery and terracotta toned murals. The menu takes a fresh look at pub food inspired from the Americas. Not to be missed is the extensive drinks menu with spritz at the forefront. So much so that we couldn't resist. Now, talk to me. Why did we spritz? That's a good question. Why did we spritz? I don't have the answer. (laughs) It's a super random vibe and I honestly cannot remember if I've been to Forrester's before but it is iconic in the sense that every time I walk up for Vogue to Crown I always walk past it and it's always got people spilling out the bottom absolutely and and when we went that was no exception yeah I definitely feel like it's one of those places that you have been to on a pub crawl and you've just forgotten about because it's been like 10th in the line 
but it's a place that everyone's probably been in their life. And particularly to that front bar. So with the one that I was talking about, that's still it's still the public bar. It's got the same sort of chairs, the same table, or, you know, they, they have given it a bit of a lift, you know, it, it has got nice craft beer, all that sort of stuff, but it's still that kind of rustic pub feel. I was about to say, depending which angle you're approaching at, it will look different or new. So if you're coming up for Vaux, um, you get two looks, you get that's both. That's what I mean. So yeah. I parked on Riley and came up from that. So that is all new. It's just like open bar bit. Well, if you hadn't, if you have been there before, the actual bones of the building is exactly the same. They did have that big atrium feel mm. already, but they've totally vamped it up. And that's, They have made it butler styles. Yeah, and it is really beautiful. Open glass roof, yeah. sort of like all the greenery there. Um, that's what I mean. So you can notice the change, but if you're coming at it from the other side of a vote, then you'd be like, oh, it's just foresters. I love places like that where it feels a little bit like Narnia. Like you can... Go with different feels well that's actually on. exactly what it is yeah <laughs> yeah and, that, bit. and i was hoping that that's sort of what's what came across in the intro because that's what they're trying to do they're ha- trying to have those different spaces so that they can have somewhere where you can just sit back and have a whiskey and listen to some comedy and then you can go and be a bit more classy and part of the thing with phyllis which is where we dined is they wanted to be able to have like that bottomless lunch and like you know long lunches that's why they've got such an extensive spritz menu because they want to be able to like have all the different vibes appropriate mm. for all the different sort of types of people. I think yeah. it's a really interesting choice, but I'm getting some not impressed looks from you, B. No, I am very impressed. Sorry, I'm just reminiscing. That's I'm just, just trying to face today. <laughs> it's just my face today. <laughs> I'm trying to place it in my mind. Well, that's it. It's hard to categorize. It is hard to categorize. But I think that that also takes us quite well to the menu because the yes. menu itself is really hard to categorize. A hundred percent. I don't know what influence they're pulling there. It's like Mexican. Well, I think it is. You're you're right. Well, you're totally right to say, because what they actually were doing is they were pulling influence from the Americas. So they Mm. pulled some from South America. They pulled some from North America, or I suppose like the United States generally, and then Mexico as well. They're pulling it sort of from all over those two big, beautiful continents. Which I think is pretty clever having all the different types in one place. I just think it gets very confusing. I just, that's what I thought about the whole menu. I thought it was just, they were, they were a bit confused. They had, you know, sashimi at one place with oysters and then they had burgers and whatever. That's what I mean. I feel like sometimes I get food confusion. You know, when you go to like a particular type of restaurant that has a cuisine, you know, that's going to just sit in that spot. But when you've got corn on the cob and then oysters and then a burger and then cauliflower, it's like, I don't know <laughs> what I feel like now. It's all the best things together. Okay. Fair enough. Though you say that, and perhaps I'm jumping ahead, but you two both ordered the same thing. So yeah, you look. both got the American-style cheeseburger. Yeah, that was a bit, like, underwhelming from us. It was. Are you kidding? Sometimes all you need in life is a cheeseburger. No, definitely. It was a great cheeseburger. Was it? Yeah. No, it actually was. So talk to me about the cheeseburger. Um, juicy, not complicated. Brioche bun? Brioche. Mm. Pickles? Yes. It was not over the top it was not fancy it just was what it was it was unapologetically a cheeseburger i loved that that was beautiful <laughs> an ode to the cheeseburger <laughs> i'll be here all night gus well uh, to compliment the the burgers you both decided to get different types of fries one got the crinkle cut fries with the jalapeno pouring cheese that was what it was called wasn't it something like that it was it was jalapeno cheese which i did actually think it would kind of be like a 
poutine thing where it was over the chips, but it wasn't. It was more of just a cheesy dip. Like what they call in America, like queso, which is like cheesy sauce. Yeah, it was a bit rando. And then we got sweet potato fries because we wanted to compare the pair. And that just came with aioli. We wanted to compare to Blackwood Pantry. And what did we think? So I feel like, because I got the chips at Blackwood, and where it went wrong was not having the dip. So I feel like this time we're already one step ahead. Having the dips, your dip I didn't like. My dip I liked. (laughs) Fair point. So the chips were fine though. Yeah, the chips were fine. To be honest with you, the crinkle cut was a bit underwhelming. Really? I really enjoyed it. I thought they were baked. They tasted baked. I don't want a baked chip. I want a deep fried chip. You want to just jump in there. Yeah. Jump in the fryer. And like maybe it's healthier for me and they probably weren't baked, but they just tasted baked. Slash they also tasted like, and I think it's the aesthetic of them because they look like McCain chips, they tasted like McCain chips. Yes. Okay, now that you've said that, you've ruined my memory of it. Yeah, me oh, too. I'm so sorry. Anyway, I think that the listeners should go try, compare the pair. Worth it. Let us know what they think. Absolutely. And <laughs> you were the one that did go rogue on the menu. <laughs> Always. Definitely rogue. I don't know how to order at pubs and the like. You actually don't. No. no. But, I mean, this was sort of a fancy pub, so I thought I could get away with it. I ordered the cauliflower dish. Now, it's got a particular spice on it that I'm not going to say because I'll butcher the pronunciation, but essentially it was this sort of like red powdered spice on the outside coating this sort of beautiful roasted cauliflower, which sat on a bed of smoked almond puree. And then it had like pepitas and different things at the top. It was really interesting, but the smoked puree was cold. And so Mm. it meant that the dish was really cold. It was like I had this sort of like warm roasted cauliflower, not hot. And then I had the cold puree and I was just like, oh, this is just a bit underwhelming. And then I went and I was eating the really piping hot chips and I was like, I'd just rather keep eating the chips. You know what I mean? Because you wanted it to be hot. Or just something. Yeah, the temperature was weird. And to be fair, when it came out, Bella and I both thought the way the dip was was actually like a tortilla. <laughs> I remember that. I was now. like, oh, she's going to wrap up the cauliflower. And then you're like, try this dip. And I was like, whoa, I'm like... <laughs> weird illusion situation agreed and also i felt like from trying your dish that i wanted the almond puree to be hummus yeah it looked like hummus it looked like it it needed to taste like it i know but i quite liked the taste it was a really interesting i don't know interesting texture and flavor and it was really yummy and obviously nutty that's a stupid thing to say but i think it wasn't as creamy as what hummus is normally but also hummus has Mm. that like tang to it it didn't have a tang, did it? It wasn't acidic yeah, it was or anything. Yeah, so bland in my taste buds. Yeah, okay, that's a really fair call. But still interesting. But I think if you got it, if I got it next time, I'd get it to share with something else. Mm. Like even though it's on the main section, it doesn't really feel like it's a main. No, I would classify that as a side dish or an entree. Yeah. A plate of <laughs> freaking cauliflower. cauliflower. I'm sorry. Very I'm sorry. Guys, you know. Meanwhile, we're eating cheese. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're doubling down. Well, no wonder I hoofed into the fries. <laughs> True. You know, got to make up for it somehow. Well, on speaking of making up for it, did the spritzes make up for it? I mean, I loved my spritz. You were underwhelmed. Yes, I was. So I got the lemon and ginger spritz. Um, on their spritz menu, they've got sort of five or six different types. He encouraged me to go down that route and it was just a bit... hard to get through and also it had a sprig of rosemary that every time I tried to drink it it poked me in the eyeball stressful (laughs) (laughs) Belle you also had a similar experience to me what kind of spritz did you get so I got the berry spritz and 
this is no reflection of their cocktail making skills or anything that was in it, but I felt like I was drinking cough medicine. It just looked like cough medicine, didn't it? Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. As Libby said it, oh, it was my I fault. was thinking it. <laughs> and I was like, how did you know? Does yours taste like cough medicine too? And she's like, no, yours just looks like it. And I'm like, oh, great. But no, it actually did grow on me a little bit as the time went on. But, but you didn't go for a second? No. No. But I was going with the crowd and you guys didn't get a second so okay so you might have though probably not no (laughs) (laughs) but send shots would you have said yes yeah yeah anyway (laughs) what flavor did you get though b grapefruit Mm. and and highlight highlight had a kick to it loved it would order again so glad to hear that at least someone had a really amazing spritz experience yeah me too i don't know if it was the mood that i was rolling in on it was a bit of a traumatizing day the day that my pc crashed and i lost a lot of our podcast um <laughs> so you know sometimes when you're in that mood you're like i'll drink petrol but <laughs> it was actually very good and can we just touch on the waiter i was gonna just say oh, yeah, that's what i was gonna yes. say so i was a bit off it to start because they're so like you know at these places where they're so over friendly too attentive yeah and that but the one that walked me to my seat or I suppose showed me to my seat as I was walking in. He's like, how was your day? And I'd had a bit of a stressful day at work. So I was like, oh, like as a joke, do you want the honest answer? Ha ha ha. Expecting him to be like, ha ha. Oh, I'm sorry to hear kind of thing. But yeah, instead, he, instead he was like, oh, um, are your friends will be coming soon? Like he took it like too seriously and made me feel so embarrassed. Oh, like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't have time for your yeah, life. He said that. He said that to me. He's like, oh, are your friends coming soon? Because like, I don't really have time to go through. Oh my gosh. Like look to his oh, watch. Yeah, someone doesn't understand humor. <laughs> and maybe I didn't tell, execute the joke properly. But no. I feel like, you know, what they say about hospitality people is that they're actually like psychologists. Do they actually Do they? say that? Well, I used to say that when I was a bartender. I was like, I'm so... Sick of hearing about all these problems. <laughs> okay, so maybe he was feeling overwhelmed by me off offloading. But offloading. I was just trying to make a joke. Yeah. So that already put me in a bit of a mood. And then the one that we got assigned to, he was quite lovely. Connor, I think his name was. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> shout out. But he was just extremely attentive. Yeah, but I think he became extremely attentive after Bella dropped that we were a podcast. <laughs> Do you reckon? He, yeah, he did come back and was like, is everything good? Should it be all right at the same time? Blah, blah. And I was like, I love this, but now I feel like you're working too hard. <laughs> I feel oh. like we dropped it at the end. Yeah, we did. Mm, no, it was before we'd ordered food. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, fair. Look, so maybe if you're going and you want really good service, just lie to them. Tell them that you're a podcast. They won't know. Or don't because podcasting is hard. And unless you're producing one, <laughs> don't pretend to be one. I don't care. Fake it till you make it. Fake it. <laughs> all right i think that that sort of sums up the general gist i think we really need to take it to order off the menu order off the menu is the part of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not bell made or date date cute and this is just for the phyllis bar right Yep, I mean, you could go anywhere, but yeah, in particular, Phyllis. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful, a little bit classy. You could go for beers beforehand if you wanted to in Mm. one of the other sections or, you know, afterwards. And also not too snobby, like really nice, but not snobby enough that you'd be like, oh, this person's a bit of a wanker. 100%. It's a a fun date spot without breaking the bank, but better than just a cruddy old bar yeah you can kind of like get away with being like i'll just take you to the pub but you get to take them to the pub that's like a bit more of a nice pub like it's a great yeah sort of perfect little slide in being like oh but i still want to treat you you know Mm. yeah 
I think yeah. great date spot. Good idea, Belle. B, booze your basic. Mm, this is a tough one. Because yeah, it like is. you said, there are different sections happening. But I feel like I do have to rate the overall venue. You do. So I'll have to sit with basic. Yeah. Yep. But I think it's good because I think it's that kind of basic where, you know, even in that really nice Phyllis bar, you could still wear, like we were all in all sorts of clothes. Like it yeah, didn't like I was in jeans and a top and I feel like you could easily pop it there after work. And yeah. yeah, it's not pretentious. It's nice, but it's not pretentious. Yeah. Agreed. And that, like, what a compliment. Hmm. Lib, dollars for dishes. Bit more of a tricky one. Because we sat quite differently, you guys got these beautiful cheeseburgers for $18. Mm. And then my cauliflower dish was $20. Okay, only $2 more, buddy. Yeah, but for cauliflower. Yeah, that's depressing. I mean, I still think it's pretty good value because the quality of the food was really high. And you also have to look over and think that they still do do the $10 steak nights, that sort of thing. But on the menu, they also have the $30 steak. So it's tricky to know where it sits. I think it's still, it sits pretty high, but... Not too high. I think it's a 3.5 out of 5. Okay. Oh, lower than I thought you would go. Okay. Yeah. But I think that it is – like I still thought that was quite an expensive experience. For what it was. For, what For it a was. pub. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's not a pub though anymore, is it? No, I, you're probably yeah. right on that. But I, I think that we're forgetting that 3.5 is a really good rating. 3.5 is, is actually – That is We are know, forgetting that. The, 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 I've never gone higher than a 4.5. It's only 2 point – you know – Two, two steps away. That's true. It's very hard to get caught up in five points. It is. It <laughs> five is. Five stars. Yeah. So I'm going to have to just give it the 3.5. I have to stick it there. You know what, Lib? It's your rating and you got to back yourself. Whoa. Done. I am. I'm backing myself. I'm sticking so to it. So we're sitting at a 3.5 out of 5, a date vibe, and it's basic. Yeah. Perfect. So I suppose we better go to food features and fails. I suppose we shall which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or a food fail from our weeks. Libs, feature or fail? If you have a feature. It's going to be a feature. I will crack your spine. I'm so sick of this shit. Well, guys, I feel very personally attacked and victimized, but also I have a fail, so... Up oh, yours. Sure. <laughs> you just got a double, a double, what are these things? Middle finger. Middle finger. <laughs> not the middle finger. So not sure how you're going to feel about this actual story though. On a drunken night, I've, instead of getting the, the usual kebab or this sort of thing, I've been quite known to get an egg sandwich. I love oh, this already. Do you like egg sandwiches? Sorry, egg sandwiches in what context? I love when a curried egg drunk. sandwich. Do you mean egg sandwich? Okay, no, you need to break it down. Are you going to Woolies and you're getting an egg sandwich while everyone else is at the kebab shop or Mr. Crackles? You couldn't have put that more perfectly. Are you for real? Any which way, let's just sit on that information for a few moments while I tell the rest of the story. So I have been trying to sort of steer clear of them for quite some time, maybe the last three or four years, just because they're not great for you, right? An egg sandwich? Yeah. It's not the best idea, Yeah, but they're delicious. Anyway, Saturday night, bit of a boozy night. Didn't end up having much dinner slash lunch. Had a, had one of those like brunch things. So that was about it. So on the way home from the evening, I was like, oh, walked past a, a BP and was like, oh, yes, can't wait. Went in, got myself a sandwich. Oh, my God, what? It was shocking. It was so bad. <laughs> Mate, in what world did you think you'd get a sandwich from a BP? No, no, no. Good. No, no, no. <laughs> 7-Eleven sandwiches. This is the feature part. 7-Eleven sandwiches are Egg sandwiches are amazing. The egg is juicy, thick, 
creamy mayo yum this one was like that overcooked the egg or something so and it was just like sort of like dirt this makes me you feel are, sick. and there was hardly any She's, in there honestly and it was just, the biggest walking contradiction like there is no one who is as proper with food as you Libby Dunlop and then now here you are with a dirty egg sandwich BP with an egg sandwich is this the woman I know from Kate this is not who are you what guys, have you done with her guys egg sandwiches are one of the most underrated sandwich types. No, I back you, but like... From a fresh little cafe somewhere. 100%. <laughs> from like my house, not from a seedy corporate petrol station. At 1am, probably later. <laughs> All right. Well, you asked for a fail. You got a fail. That was really good. I'm quite happy about that. Well, I might go now because I feel like we've had a Freaky Friday situation <laughs> and swapped. Because I did baking on the weekend and oh God, you basically <laughs> became Sweet Livy. Who and are you? I know. And I made the best orange and poppy seed cake. Yeah, it was good. We tried it tonight. I back it. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't be more proud of you. Honestly, it was light and fluffy. Sorry, says the girl that said, is it missing some poppy seeds? <laughs> <laughs> and did. some icing. She did, she did give me a bit of feedback. Look. If I can't be honest with you, who's going to be honest with you? <laughs> That's true. That's that is point. very true. So I think I found my new cake that I'm just going to make, you know. It's a bit of a bad habit to get into, especially because the rest of my housemates don't eat it. So I'm like, <laughs> just going to eat the whole thing. It's like, this is mine for the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Two days. It's only been a day and it's, um, yeah, you guys have seen how much oh, is left. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> There's less than a quarter left. Any which way, let's move right along. <laughs> no shaming for eating on this podcast. We're Hell not about that. no. Only shaming for dirty egg sandwiches. Upset. Anyway, <laughs> Beatrice, food feature or fail? I'm going to end it on a high with a feature. If you're a big fan of the podcast, then you would know that I have an obsession with crust pizza. Oh, you're not doing another crust pizza. <laughs> okay, so you leave the crust third. in the background. Bait. You need to leave them alone. Maybe they're sponsoring me. Kidding them very much not. If you want to, hit us up. Um, this is a feature though. So again, we had a bit of a night out. We were a bit litty lit lit. And Bella was like, should we get pizza? I was like, hell yeah. Should we get peri chicken? And I was like, this is the time for crust to redeem. And it did. Yeah. You know why? Because we're in the city and I don't know, everything tastes a lot better in the city. <laughs> Bella, fair? fair freaking point because out in my hood... Crust it's is gone crap. severely downhill. So <laughs> it was nice to bite into like the OG Peri Peri chicken. I just cannot understand how it could possibly be different. These places are chains. They're, they're franchises. Exactly. The recipe is exactly why the is same. it different? I think that you're just giving shit to your crust and it doesn't deserve it. Why is okay. your green tea mango mantra <laughs> different at Boost Macquarie to Boost Pitt Street? I don't know. <laughs> is it? Because there's it's always a, a different point. person making it. <laughs> True. It's like me making a tea and you making a tea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they've got the recipe so down to a tea. No, but we've got the same tea bags. Yeah, but they're yeah, gonna we ain't the- robots, hun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't start me because you know how I feel. All right, all right. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one because I don't think we'll ever land on the same spot. Absolutely not. Before I get way too heated, if you have enjoyed what is in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating. As we've said before, preferably five stars if you feel so inclined and subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. And please make make sure that you tell a friend is the best way to get our podcast out there. And while you're doing that, jump onto our Facebook page. That's obviously a good podcast on Facebook. You can also jump onto our Instagram if you want and you can see pics from today's episode or any other episode or just when we eat out. Amen, sister. That's obviously a good podcast on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.